from the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb, school counselor, USCA board member, and every week I'll be speaking with different counselors and professionals that will be giving us valuable information in our counseling world. We cannot wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. All right, everybody, we are back. Welcome back to the Utah School Counselors Association podcast, The Sounding Board. Um, I'm excited to talk to you guys today with Brant. Did I say your name right? Is it Brant? Yes, Brant okay. Goble. The D and the T right next to each other always mess me up, but I think, yes, I got it. <laughs> Brant, so I'm here, and he represents the Utah Building and Construction Trades Council. Welcome, welcome, Brant, to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, most school counselors, and it's preached from a very young age while we're in college, to put universities on a pedestal um, where we are taught that university is the way to go. And then now, finally, the light is being shined on some of these non-university places with trades and different things. And so we've been able to meet a whole lot of new people, you guys being one of them. So what is the Utah Buildings and Construction Trades Council? What is that? Because I know a lot of counselors don't know what it is. Yeah, it's we are unions are full of acronyms. Um, think of it, you could probably think of it like the Chamber of Commerce for the unions. Ooh. And like the AFL-CIO is the Chamber of Commerce for all of the unions. The building trades consists of the unions that do the construction work. So we have iron workers, roofers, uh, yeah, iron workers union, the roofers union, the cement masons, um, union, insulators, elevator constructors, plumbers, electricians, uh, operating engineers, the painters union, which I'm the representative for the painters union, the boilermakers, uh, the tiles, brick and tile setters, and the laborers union. So those are the unions that make up the Utah Building and Construction Trades Council. So every single one of those things have a union? Yes. Every trade has a union. And what is a union? A union is a group of workers that come together to support their craft. Essentially, what a union is, is, is an organization created by, run by, and funded by members. We do it as a group so that we have power. Right. It's like any example you want to use, whether it's a football game or a basketball game. Uh, if it's five on five, you have a chance to win. If it's five on one, you're not going to win. So the more people you have together in any group that are working and pulling together, the greater leverage you're going to have, whether it's in the classroom or uh, in a market. So the more members we have working together in a market, the more leverage we have on a market so that we can get better wages and benefits for workers. Okay. So if we're going to go along with this sports analogy, the whole five on one thing or five on five, the other team, so to speak, would be the big execs that control wages that say, we're going to pay you this much because you're a lower level, something, something. And if all of those people got together and create a group to say, no, we're not going to get paid that low. Here's what is fair. And they engage in negotiations for wages, insurances to make sure everyone is given fair yeah. pay and compensation and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's I pretty own- simple. Okay. Okay. Wherever, wherever there are 
organizations like ours that have large union density and uh, you're going to see the wages and benefits in both the union and the non-union sector are going to be higher because someone is actively leveraging their influence on a market to create higher wages and benefits. Dang. So unions are a good thing, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Join join your union, whether it's uh, the AFT or um, the Utah Education Association. There is a lot of stigma on unions. If you watch any TV show, if you have a whole lot of things, unions are villainized because they're the big bad guys that come to make the because it's usually some corporate main character that suffers because of the union. But guys, unions are good things because those are the things that help you have a nice quality of life when it comes to your... Um, so I live in Tooele County um, and we have been infamous for having pretty low wages as far as teacher and education. Um, people call it the Wasatch back effect because we lose so many teachers and people in education to like the Salt Lake area, to the Wasatch area, because our, our base salary has been so low. But over the past, what, two, three years, con like consistently, our union, our teachers union has been able, the UEA and the TEA, the Teachers Education Association, have been able to negotiate raises on behalf of all the teachers and it's helped with retaining employees for the district. So it's been great. So I'm like, I love unions. I need a union so very much. <laughs> We so, all do. So why is your guys' union in particular something that school counselors should know about? Well, the billing trades, like I said, is made up of all those different unions. And it just depends on what a kid, a student, male or female, how, however they identify, whatever it is they're interested in. For example, I'm a drywall finisher by trade. Hmm. I love being a drywall finisher. Uh, the painters union covers painters, drywall finishers, glazers floor covers, four main crafts. And most of the crafts have multiple uh, disciplines within them. Right. Uh, like the, the brickies do red brick and they'll do tile and the cement masons do plaster. And um, there's a plethora of different avenues that a worker could go. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that uh, make it so interesting is that um, uh, when you go to work for one of these unions, we all have uh, an apprenticeship program Mm -hmm. We all have a training program that when you get hired, you get indentured into the program. You go to work and you make money while you're learning. Right. You get paid to learn. So there isn't, there might be some minor fees. Like we have some fees. If you take a class on the internet, you know, it's 50 bucks. If you've, if you pass the class, you get to 50 bucks back. I mean, it's better than 50 K student loans. Yeah. There, you're not going to have any student loans at the end of your apprenticeship. Most of the apprenticeship programs, especially if they are of any size, will also have um, college credit tied to their programs. So you are either- Which is nice. At the end of it, you have, you have an associate degree or you have a few more credits to go to complete your associate's degree. And while you're working, most of them like for hours, I know I started as an apprentice at 19. And as soon as I qualified for the insurance, uh, which usually takes a couple months, just like anything else, I've had insurance to cover my, my whole family, my wife and kids since I've been 19 years old, which is a great benefit in my mind because it takes a lot of that worry off of, uh, you know, 
raising a family. Oh yeah. Big time. So what are some of the, I don't know, the, the best kept secrets of, 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 of what you do, because I know every, every, every person, every other, you know, where we work, we have the things that we're known for. And then we have the things that we wish we were known for <laughs> that were like, this is the best kept secret and it shouldn't be. What are some of those best kept secrets that we are trying to not make it be a best kept secret anymore? Um, one of the things is that, is that construction really is a great place to earn a living. Mm-hmm. And you talked about some of the negative stereotypes. There are tons of, you know, historic, probably well-earned negative stereotypes just like any other craft trade or profession. I mean, how right. many lawyer jokes are there? Oh my gosh. I was just going to bring up lawyer jokes. I was yeah, literally so. Googling lawyer jokes. <laughs> so there are, certainly we're trying to get past all of that, but it is a great place to earn a living, right? Especially if you are uh, in a union, the construction trades a non-union for the most part, I would estimate that literally 90% of the contractors out there that work in any of these crafts more than likely do not have benefits. And if they do have benefits, they are nowhere near the amount and size of quality of the programs that we have in a union, uh, in our unions that we've negotiated over time. So I think that, and one of the things other two that uh, kind of we try and fight is that construction work isn't for the people that aren't interested in working, aren't interested in getting good grades, aren't interested in a future. It's not something you, you can be a body anywhere you want to go. Right. Uh, but if you want to make a career out of it, you're going to have to apply yourself. The construction mm-hmm. trades are heavily moving heavily into t- the technological age. There's a lot of new equipment that takes um, a little bit of education, a little bit of, technological knowledge or a little bit of willingness to um, get into the move into the future. Blueprints, they aren't printed out anymore. They're all on iPads. They have, I was talking to one of our contractors that does, uh, they do the framing um, and they have a machine that actually lays out the, the plans electronically through GPS on the floor. Um, and there's all kinds of other technology that is fast coming into the industry. So if you're somebody that doesn't really want to work and think you can just show up two or three days a week and people are going to be happy, you're not going to last very long. You're not going to last very long in construction. Nope. Don't do that guys. Don't do that. Oh my goodness. But there is, there is, it is a great Avenue for students that just don't like school for sure. But at the same time, um, like, I didn't go to college, um, didn't mean, um, and I know lots of people that haven't gone to college, but I also know kids that have gone to college and ended up in construction. Right. One of the other other things to remember is there is not, there's probably not a better place to start a business than in construction. I have met very few contractors and owners that did not come from the trade or craft that they worked in. Every paint contractor, every drywall contractor, plumbing, electrical, uh, some of the unions like the electrical uh, IBEW has a program where they help their members open up and start their own union-based business. Mm-hmm. So it is a great incubator 
for creating your own business if you want to be um, your own business and you don't want to work for somebody else. That is a great hidden um, aspect of our industry. So how can people get involved with the council, with the Utah Building Construction Trades Council? Um, yeah. For the counselors, we would, we're always open to come out and talk to your students. We can do one-on-one. We can do it as a group. Every single one of our organizations has a representative that could come out and uh, have a one-on-one. Smaller groups are, are great. Larger groups are great. We've done, you know, the job fairs are always uh, a good time to meet students, but they're not really, um, what was, they're great ways to introduce the concept and maybe an option. Maybe the kids don't uh, have an idea what they want to do. Um, my son, my youngest son is uh, an apprentice in the sprinkler fitters, which is part of, they do the fire sprinkler, which is part of the plumbers union. And he probably wouldn't have made a great painter or drywall finisher because that's just not his personality. He's not, right. he's not a incredibly, he's a smart kid. He's just not creative. Right. So some of these crafts, it's more like an art form. Others for, for my son, Sam, he likes order and sprinklers, fire sprinklers only go in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And he likes that, that um, it fits his personality a lot better than probably any other crafts. Right. You can also make good money in the construction trades. Oh yes. And you're going to make, I guarantee you're going to make more in the construction trades in the union. Some of the, if you're focused on just what's on your check, which is great. Uh, oftentimes you may make a few more dollars than the union guy on your check, but I guarantee like in our craft, uh, we have eight, nine, 10 to $11 in benefits on top of the wages that are paid by the employer. Some of the other larger crafts like uh, the sprinkler fitters, they've got over $20 in benefits an hour. The elevator operators, the elevator constructors, and this is a great example of leverage on a market. Mm-hmm. The elevator constructors, their contract is over $80 an hour, wages and benefits. Right. And the only reason that it is that is because 90% of the work done on the elevators in the state of Utah are done by the elevator union, constructors union. Wow. So there isn't anybody else putting negative pressure on wages and benefits. So you guys got a little bit of leverage there. Uh, they a lot, do. A lot a bit of leverage. <laughs> and that goes with anything else. That, I mean, the teachers could right. do the same thing if they all get together. Because if, mm-hmm. like I tell our workers, the, the work painters or tapers I talk to, if how much will a painter make um, if every if they want to make 40 bucks an hour and everybody's going to, no one will work for less than 40 bucks an hour. How much are they going to make? They're going to make 40 bucks an hour because no one is willing to work less for that. Mm-hmm. That's what a union tries to do is to get everyone on the same page and actually take wages out of the equation, right? When these contractors are bidding, if it's all, if every contractor is paying exactly the same, then it doesn't come down to who can get their workers to work the cheapest, who can do it, um, by cutting the most corners, it becomes who has the best crew and, and has the greatest ability to do a job the most efficiently as possible. Dang. So does, so does the Utah building construction trades council offer education as well? So like you, you train them up through their apprentice, but all these different unions have their different apprenticeship programs and whatnot. And so they're educated, getting paid while they're educated. And then when they get their job, they're part of the union. 
right? Yeah, they're, they're part of their, as they're, when they become an apprentice, you are, you become a member of whatever craft or union you are working with. Right. And then uh, depending on the length of the, the programs, they can be three, four, five years, uh, depending on, I think like the, the, the electricians are five, um, the sprinkler bitters are five, drywall finishing and painting is three. Mm-hmm. Three is pretty much uh, uh, the, the basic amount, but some of the crafts are a little more technical. Doesn't mean they work any harder than anybody else. Uh, it just means that they, because uh, I have this conversation with painters all the time. They have to know as much or more as an electrician. You wouldn't think so, but that's, it's, it's absolutely the case. Uh, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that's in some of the, the chemicals and products that painters are working with every day that they need to know about. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very toxic world. <laughs> Especially when you, and you get, when you get into some of the industrial and epoxy coating. So, Eesh. but that's the stays the same with any one of these crafts. There's so much more than meets the eye. I like that. I like that a lot. So counselors, if you have kids, if you have students, heck college advisors, if you have students that the stereotypical book and lecture student is not vibing with that. And they're a hands-on hard worker who is willing to do what they need to, to do what they want. Don't send the lazy kids on over to say, oh, well, you can always do construction. First of all, teach lazy kids how to work hard and then send them to construction because it's a good living. And the Utah Building Construction Trades Council is a great organization that makes sure that you guys get the pay that you deserve with the unions that collaborate together in conjunction with them. Um, so any last words before we part our ways? Thank you so much for coming on the show today. One thing I would, would um, say to that point is that there is a lot of work in the state of Utah. And it's not going to slow down for for a couple of years. So regardless of whether or not someone is um, maybe not the best fit or a good fit, we want to get all of the great fits into our industry as possible. Mm-hmm. But yes, there is a lot of opportunity. And maybe if someone really doesn't know what they want to do and they're, they're struggling in school, maybe we are the answers and we don't turn anybody away. Yep. But we do stress the fact that, yes, it takes a little bit more to be a construction worker than anybody really realizes. But there is great opportunity for those that are willing to come and give it a shot. Yep. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, You can check them out at the link in the podcast description. I'll have the website and ways that you can contact them if you're interested in learning more. Um, Hope you guys have a great day and we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors to find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Utah School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. 
The mission of the Utah School Counselors Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.